Hey, Peter. Yo. Do you remember the order of the states of the United States of America alphabetically? Uh, no, but I do. I am able to recite them by admittance to the Union. What? Oh, yeah. Backwards. Alaska, Hawaii. I don't know if that's correct. Oh, man. I'm Adam Addis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice and inspiration coming at you. Coming at you today. Uh, we were sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com and check out our new course, Bebop Enclosures for Beginners. Have you heard about this course, Peter? I have, and I just had the pleasure of watching the first few minutes, but a minute ago. And cinematic, here, is it not? It is cinematic. <laughs> 24, 24 frames per second. For any of, your vi- any of you video geeks out there, <laughs> this is our first 24p. Uh, 24 frames per second situation. So it's like yeah. it's like S- Steven Spielberg combined with Steven Sondheim combined with Steven Seagal. I don't know. I don't know what I'm Steve Wilson. About. Steve Wilson. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's another uh, great offering from the arsenal of yours. Not truly, Mr. Adam Manis. Yeah, we're excited about it. Uh, go to OpenStudioJazz.com uh, slash uh, bebop enclosures for beginners to check that out it's going to be right there too right at the top of the page so go check that out yeah uh today we yep. are talking about four memory hacks to learn standards we get so asked, we're back on the hacks because we remember we said we're not doing hacks anymore buddy we've always been a couple of hacks <laughs> but we have to dif- differentiate between a couple of jazz hacks and some real useful hacks the way to hack your way to improvement quicker I mean, I feel like at a certain point, everything we say is uh, somewhat useful, right? Hackworthy. Like we're, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're hackworthy. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. No, you know what? We've been focusing hard on during this pandemic with practicing and how to get better and how to make the most of our practice. Yes. And I feel like we do have some good insights here into how to use the best of our memory to learn things like standards. And you can do more than just standards. You know, I've actually taken the time during this this uh, lockdown to learn a lot about McCoy Tyner's, uh, the start of his solo career. And I know mm. actually a good, a good amount of the personnel on his albums, uh, the first 10 albums that he made by using some of these same memory hacks. Yeah, yeah. And I think too, you know, it's... Bob Northern played French horn. I don't know if you knew that or not. Bob, of course. <laughs> well, Robert, as his mother named him, actually, technically. Um, you know, memory is an area that I think we... It's very easy to fall down that slippery slope where it's like, oh, I don't have good memory or I'm losing my memory or I can't remember things or I can. This is definitely a skill that's super useful in, you know, really any kind of um, musical endeavor because, uh, you know, there's the obvious of like the more you can play something memorized, you can really concentrate on the artistic value and the delivery of it. Um, But then you've got the more practical, like for instance, this four memory hacks to learn standards, like you can accumulate a repertoire. I mean, knowing a bunch of tunes, if you don't really know them and have them memorized, and you know, we'll talk a little bit about really knowing them as opposed to just memorizing what you've seen on the page. You want to learn them deeply for sure. But I mean, the more you do that, 
the more you accumulate your repertoire, you're not gonna have time to review them all every day or every week or even sure. every month. So you've got to really know them. So any kind of little help that we can do to give you some new entry points to doing that will really be rewarded. And also, I mean, a lot of this will apply to not just learning standards, learning tunes in general, learning solos. Um, and you know, pattern recognition, we can never, that's not really one of the hacks, but I think it's what you're gonna see as a recurring theme in memorizing things. Because to memorize, it's just like if you think about memorizing poetry or memorizing a speech or memorizing um, directions to get somewhere. If you can assign and understand a pattern that's uh, usually various patterns that are laying within that work that you're memorizing, it's gonna be so much easier than just memorizing you know note by note that would be the equivalent of just learning letter by letter as opposed to words and sentences and paragraphs and more importantly concepts that exist there that's right yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna do this a little out of order from we have written here peter for our list because i think that you just changed my mind with what is most that's important. my mind control that's my first hack take uh, mind yeah. control yeah, no, of no, your no, co-host you're definitely an influencer in that regard uh but i think we should start with this one which is somewhat s- similar to what we would normally start anything with which would be listen um, but I think the, the the first hack to learning anything musically is to realize that we are here to make sounds yeah. and that we need to listen and understand how it sounds first. So if you want to learn a standard, learn to sing it first. Yeah. Learn how it sounds, be able to sing it, at least in your mind's ear, yeah. right? Know the words, all of our, I mean, if it's a jazz standard without words, okay, learn the melody, but go back to the the original recording, see if you can learn the song as a song you know, you know, a lot of these songs, uh, Great American Songbook standards and jazz standards are not songs that any of us grew up with, right? They're not no. part of our popular music lexicon in, in, uh, at this time, unfortunately. But uh, you have to learn it. You have to be just have it ingrained. So number one is to listen and learn to sing it first. That's right, right, right. That's great. And I always think back to I had a wonderful French teacher in, was it middle school or high school? Um, but she said... Ecoute et répète. Listen and repeat. Ecoute et répète. Répète. So you listen and then you repeat. It's not écoute et uh, libre. Ricochet. <laughs> right. Uh, Ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're listening and then we're we're singing. Uh, we're listening and we're saying whatever it is that we're doing. That's that's really the key. Awesome. Number two is to perform it. It's to add it to your rep from the start. Hard to do here in the middle of a lockdown pandemic. Yeah. But this is a trick that I always used to use, and I have no shame in looking like a fool sometimes. So yeah. I would just be like, no, let's just play it tonight on the gig. That's right. I'm going to yeah. call it. I might not know it all <laughs> the way. But I bet you'll know it afterwards. <laughs> you definitely are going to know it. I mean, it's a little hum. it can be a little humbling, but you will know it having performed it. And it just forces you, actually, if I know that I'm going to put it on the set, it makes me know it before I leave the house. That's right. You know, right. or at the very least, I'm like listening to it also on the way to the gig and I'm thinking about it. It becomes an exercise of, I have a deadline. Deadlines are important. Deadlines, deadlines are important. That's how deadlines, that makes the world go around. It does make the world go around. Everything important happens on a deadline. So give yourself a deadline to it. Say, I'm going to perform it this weekend or I'm going to record a video of it and put it on Instagram this weekend. Right. It's going to make me actually have to get my stuff together on it. So... Yep, perform it. And the thing about it is too, like you want to, the advanced level of this hack is really to work this into your practice routine 
Um, yeah, if you have a gig, that's, I mean, that's the perfect pressure because we actually memorize things and fin like memorization a lot of times is sort of the finishing product of really learning something. So a lot of times when we're under the pressure of public scrutiny, which is kind of what a gig is, a performance, that pushes us over the edge. So we have to kind of go out on a limb a little bit to do that. But you can also kind of, the hack on this is to put yourself in that position at home. This is harder because you have to, you know what? It's like the it's like the difference between doing a marathon and a virtual marathon. Mm. You know, everyone's like, "There's no races going on," and so I can't run my marathon. No, you can do a virtual one, but it's harder because you don't have the pressure of like you paid the money and you show up at that time, which is like the gig. But you can still go out there to the same course on a date that that you prescribe in advance and in advance, and then do that. So you can put this pressure on yourself and say, like, you know what? I'm going to play my own little private gig and pretend like there's an audience and learn this sucker tonight. Okay, so the first two, uh, the learn to sing it and the perform it and, and really kind of put a deadline on it, that's some wisdom right there. Right. That, that's, that's and some... put a ring on it, too, like Beyonce said. Let's be honest. Isn't that oh, one of the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put a ring on it. Uh, but this next one, this is actually a hack. This is a hack, as hackish yeah. as it gets. Use interleaved and varied... Learning. What we, the hell does interleave mean? Okay, so that means <laughs> it's, a, it's supposed to mass practice. So this is something that I've been studying. There's a great book called Make It Stick by a couple of uh, psychologists based here right at, at Washington University in St. Louis. It's an amazing book with... Um, Go Bears! <laughs> <laughs> it deals with some of the latest scientific research on how our brains actually remember things and how people learn the things. The latest 19th century research. The latest by the way. <laughs> 21st century on how, uh, how people learn things. And so interleaved learning and varied learning is actually one of the most effective ways to actually make things stick. What that means is, as opposed to mass practice, i.e. just practicing the same thing, one thing, over and over and over again in the same way, That all that does is put it in our short-term memory. Right. right? And in four or five days later, in every single study that they cited here, uh, people know it a lot worse than if they do this other way, which is to mix it in with practicing other things. So it forces you to space it out over time so that you forget it a little bit and have to recall it. When we recall information after moving on from it, that's when we actually store it deep in our long-term memory. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do is if I'm going to learn a standard, I'm actually going to learn three standards and I'm going to interleave them throughout my practice. So I'll I'll play one. It's or, relief. <laughs> I'll play one maybe four or five times through, or maybe I'll set a limit three times, right? Then I'll go on to my next one and play that three times. And then I'll play the third one three times. Then I'll go back to the first one. Having gone through two other songs, I've forgotten that first one a little bit. Right. Right? And it forces me to remember it, and it makes it a little bit harder. It makes it stick a little bit better. That's interleave practice. Varied learning is when... Uh, the second time I go back, not only am I having to recall it, but maybe this time I'm going to do it instead of the key of B flat, I'll do it in the key of E flat. Ooh, a little mental gymnastic. A little mental gymnastic. Again, making it a little bit harder on myself. And that forces me to have to think about it as opposed to just recalling it from my short-term memory. It makes it stick. And again, the latest studies, the latest science on this is this is actually the things that we know deeply, we know because we've had to learn them deeply like this. Right. Not that we've just mass practiced in the same way over and over again. I mean, how many things have you mass practiced that you couldn't probably play for us now, but the things that you've been forced to, like, it's the same thing with like, I had to perform it. Yeah. Right. That is some. That's already forcing you to a different situation. Right. That's some varied learning there because yep. you're like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? You know, it, yep. it really kind of forces that, that uh, varied learning on it. Yeah. And I think that we, you know, we see examples of this all the time when, you know, you think that you've learned something or maybe even, you know, in some cases like you reviewed up to oh yeah I know that but then you get on the gig 
or on the live stream and all of a sudden you're thinking about, wait, what's no, like you're, you're not in the optimal situation where everything just flows because something's different. So now you got to sort of think about it and then you're like, wait, let me not think about it. Wait, where's my finger? You know, yeah. everything feels different. Like you've got to put yourself in as many of those varied situations on your own to know that you really know something. You, if you're one of those people that's like, well, I, I know the tune if everything is perfect and the lighting is correct and nobody's watching me and I'm doing, you know, then it's never gonna work. Ever, yeah. Never. Number four, what's number four, Peter? Make your own arrangement of it from the start. I love this one. Yeah. Learning And this it, is a little bit of a variation on the varied learning in a way. For right? sure. Yeah, you just kind of make it your one. own. Yeah. From the get-go. And what that does is forces you it forces you to like remember it in a in a very personal way. And to own it. Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah. This is actually another technique uh, mm. from uh, the Make It Stick book. It's basically uh, if you put something in your own words, if you attach it to memories that you already have in your long-term memory, which is maybe that's an intro or just music that you want to want to be a part of, it sticks better and longer. Right. That's great stuff. Cool. Well, man, this is we're hacking our way down memory lane here, aren't we? We are <laughs> hacking our way down memory lane. I like that. Cool. And I think these are really good. Again, you know, to learn standards for sure. You can extend it beyond that, but that's such a great framework uh, to really start working on your memory work. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, you can always leave us a rating and review. We never mind a rating and review. It's got to be seven stars. We're a seven star kind of kind of podcast. And you know what? Remember what we said we were doing? Oh, we should probably do that now. Cool. Um, we said that we were going to shout you out if you leave us a rating review. And you know what? People have actually been doing that. So let's do a little shout out. Oh, I'm just kind of yeah. stalling until I find where. Okay, I think I found it here. Okay, we've got, um, oh, Spaceman Ian. There's another Spaceman? I know, Spaceman Ian. We're going to tell. Uh, Damn. Uh, what is it, Alex, about that? He might not like that. But he says, uh, he or she says, you guys are the best, exclamation point. My favorite podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah, but only US five stars. Only five stars. Oh, five stars. Okay, Seven we stars, yeah. Space Man Ian. Come on. Do you love us or not? Come on. Did we do the one from... Um, what about this one? I live in Palestine and listen to jazz music since childhood. Yep. Have we, we done this one? one? Yeah, but let's do it again. Uh, Jitfer. I, I live in Palestine and listen to jazz music since childhood. I know a lot of songs by heart, but now I signed up and learned how to play the music. That's a life-changing decision. It sure is. Yep. Thank you very much. Hats Thank you off. so much. Yeah. So please leave us a rating review because that's really the most effective way. Like if you woke up this morning and said, how can I help Peter, Adam, and the You'll Hear It podcast? I want to give back. They have given so much. They give, give, give. They don't take, take, take. Sometimes they take, 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 but they usually don't. <laughs> but um, just leave us a rating review. It really helps just sort of spread the word, that the, the Apple Google, wherever you, Spotify. We're, yeah. we're growing on the Spotify. You know? Are we? Lead us. Yeah. I don't know if I can see the reviews on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we're growing on it. It feels like we are. Yeah. Um, but leave us a rating review. And what else should they do? Uh, well, you can, I don't know. <laughs> Threw you off on that one, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I don't know. That Just a rating review would be enough, right? Or check us out on YouTube. We've got a lot of people, oh, yeah. you know what I was noticing? Some people on YouTube were like, wait, this is a podcast? Dude. And people on podcasts are like, what? You do YouTube? Yeah, yeah, we and we have a YouTube live every Monday, four o'clock Eastern. That's New York City time. We go live with the you'll hear it on on the YouTube, the Open Studio YouTube channel. That's true. If you have a question for us, that is now the most efficient way to get your question answered. That's right. And you can always email us to it yhi at openstudiojazz.com. And until tomorrow, you'll hear um, it. It's the hybrid shuffle.